I feel like that is an intro. Hey there, it's Something Human with Evan and Isaac, where we're going to talk about whatever we feel like. Ready to go. I was thinking the other day about, actually I was thinking today about the difference between rage and anger, and then just kind of like being sort of a person who enjoys picking apart words and their meaning. Like, there's a lot of different words to describe uh, feelings of what, like, what ultimately is kind of the same, uh, the same feeling. So you've got anger, rage, agitation, frustration, wrath, wrath, and that can also be like you know the the act of carrying it out, like wrath, um, animosity, hostility. Like I'm sure there's a you know equal number of revenge. Centers. Yeah, mm-hmm. vengeance. The diff- is there a difference between revenge and vengeance are different, right? Um, revenge and vengeance. I don't know. I feel like they're this, from the same. They have to be from the same root, but I don't know. Vengeance is, I think, what you have once the uh, um, once the revenge oh, is yeah. Happened. Revenge is like the yeah, is revenge. the action. Revenge is the action. Yeah, you you are of- revenging, and then now you have vengeance. Now you. But I don't think anyone ever stops to consider that their their act of revenge is now complete, and they were avenged. Um, but and honestly, the Avengers upset. do upset. They don't upset. Uh huh. Um, mad being a basic one. Mad. Oh yeah. That's you know using like first grade vocabulary words. Uh, make sure that the lowest common denominator. If you say I'm mad, your brain actually has more connections to mad than it does to enraged. Um, so. You've known the word for longer, and as a result, it's connected to more. So it just kind of means more. It might mean more, but if I say I'm vehement. I'm pissed. Yeah. You're vehement. Ooh. If I say I'm vehement, then you're going to you're going to I'll take treat note. It differently. Yeah. I'll be like, well, you're mad, but you still had enough likes you, you still had enough gumption in you to come up with a good word for it. So maybe you're <laughs> not that mad. I'm like, yeah. Um anyway, but I was thinking about that and how it um Like, things, I think we've referenced this before, like, as we've talked to each other, but things don't, as convenient as it would be to say so, things don't make you one way or the other. Like, you could, uh, (laughs) you could put Tabasco on my French toast, and I could say, well, that made me really mad, but it's like, I just kind of, you did something, and then as a result of your actions, I chose to be mad. And you made it so impossibly easy for me to choose to be mad uh, that I have no choice but to blame you for it. Because I'm unable to see myself as having any agency in that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, of course you made me mad. You you broke my porcelain poodle. Like, Because <laughs> uh, who doesn't get furious when that happens? Um, you know what's weird, though, is maybe you maybe have your own set of... Uh, I guess pet peeves. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes I'll feel mad about the dumbest things. Like if I see <laughs> someone wear sunglasses inside, <laughs> <laughs> how does that make you feel? <laughs> Behemoth. <laughs> Murderous. <laughs> um, Wait, how long do they have to be wearing the sunglasses inside? Cause like sometimes I well, walk in and it takes me a few seconds. Just to take them off. <laughs> no. This <laughs> one, I already pissed you off. <laughs> it's when someone has already been inside and then they try to have a conversation with you. 
and they're wearing their sunglasses. And they don't take your sungla- their sunglasses off. <laughs> if it's in the winter months, then it, it really gets It's to really me. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what about, what? performance mufflers and anyone who mods their car. <laughs> that gets me so upset. I, you would hate working from our office then. Like, there are so many people who drive by in a, they'll have a modded, like, Honda VTEC. And I can never help myself from commenting on it. Like, it, it, it'll be loud, it rattles the windows, and then it's like, oh, just in case anyone didn't notice, really cool dude just drove by. He's really cool. I just want you to know that. Like, please know that. He wants you to know that. It's like, look, you know, you can, if you're a gearhead, you can be like, hey, man, I like modding. It's my hobby. That's cool if it's your hobby. You're the only one enjoying it. (laughs) I feel like people, there need to be a set of bumper stickers that say something like, um, um, what would it say? Like on a really big truck that's lifted for excessively for Uh no reason. Say something like, I tried to make my truck interesting because I realized I'm not actually interesting as a person. <laughs> That's a long bumper sticker, but it's, or, but it's accurate. Um, it's my like, spoiler contains more identity than myself. Yeah. Don't pay attention to me. Just look at the spoiler. Just keep your eyes on the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Actually, since you uh, brought that up, it reminded, it jogged my memory. Um, there's a, there was a, my drive over here, I took, uh, like Lowell Larimar, Larimer road. And, um, there was a, you know, it's like a road that has a lot of curves in it. Right. Do you, you know the one? Oh yes, actually yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. take it very often. So yeah, I don't usually either, but it I, like goes kind of by the farms and yeah, it's kind of uh-huh. a back way. It is. It's totally the back way. But, um, anyway, I was behind one car and then a car comes up behind me that's, um, I think it was like a Subaru WRX, uh, something fast and it had a spoiler and it had modded headlights and it had a modded tailpipe. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was riding my ass and I'm like, I don't know if I'm too old now, but I'm like, I don't take that as a challenge or anything. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. But before I could even really process what was going on, he decided to actually move. Um, he moved around me and, uh, like cut me off, like passed me on a curve. And I'm like, this guy's playing with fire. And then he passed the guy in front of me too. And it was super noisy. Anyway, that didn't really make me mad. I was more just kind of marveling at it. I'm like, I really hope nothing happens to this guy. Cause, uh, Definitely there were some issues there. But anyway, I wanted to say, like, so what my thoughts were on, like, being enraged, it wasn't just an exercise in vocabulary. I was thinking, like, I've noticed in my past, um, just as an adult and as an adolescent, that when I get mad, if I'm really mad about something, I almost sickly enjoy it. Do you know that feeling? Oh, yeah. That's weird, right? It's almost like it fuels itself, because it's like... I'm mad. I feel justified. And you know what? I want to show the world just how enraged I am. So watch me just go off. It's kind of like the equivalent of going on a bender, you know, a rage bender. <laughs> I've never identified that. But when you say it out loud, I think I realized that is true. Yeah. For the first time. You feel like you've earned yeah. it or something weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like you've pissed me off. Now bear the wrath. And it's like, but, but I'm only really hurting myself here. There is a certain amount of, 
I want, I don't want to call it joy because joy yeah. is the wrong word. Yeah. A certain amount of satisfaction. Satisfaction. Yeah. satisfaction. Uh-huh. There's a certain amount of satisfaction in, in, in being mad at something that you feel justly <laughs> angered about. Yeah. Um, justly angered is the key. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how are often? we? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if someone how, wore their sunglasses, this is on feel. This is on feel. When you right. feel justly angered, not yeah. when you necessarily are inherently you feel are. as though you've got a right to feel angered. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. when I see someone with sunglasses inside, it's an attack against it's you. Like, how could they? And, and I was, just, ugh, I, I would never try to have a conversation <laughs> with sunglasses inside. Therefore, <laughs> anyone who does is an idiot, <laughs> and I'm gonna be mad. Yeah, yeah. I, I think even maybe worse it is if they're that, reflective like, sunglasses too. Oh yes. Or you wear reflective sunglasses to a, a, a friendly game of poker with friends, or a it visor. Just, there's something about sunglasses that just does not mesh with anything off. This is my partic- personal take. Uh-huh. There's not, there isn't anything about sunglasses that meshes with anything authentic or friendly. Um, I understand sunglasses for the practicality of blocking the sun, mm-hmm. but the idea that sunglasses are cool is beyond my imagination. <laughs> I'm, I can't agree too much here, even though you're right, because I'm guilty of it. Like not not wearing them indoors, but like I wear sunglasses more than I need to. I wear them to the point where my eyeballs actually hurt when I don't. Like depending on how bright the day is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I know you adapt to it over time, and I've been doing this for a long time. But I always make a point of taking them off when I walk inside. So as you can see, I am morally absolved. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you know how satisfied I feel with this anchor right now, though? <laughs> uh. I'm a little terrified with that look in your eye. <laughs> That's an interesting observation. Yeah, it was, it's uh, an important one because it's kind of like the key to it. Um, it's the kill switch, basically. You have to realize that you're perpetuating your own anger. And it's like, you know, I think it was Mark Twain who said that anger is the only substance in the world that does more more harm to the vessel it's contained in than anything it's poured on top of. Oh, that's good. I have heard, um, not Some anger, variation. but I've heard with bitterness. Yeah. Bitterness is the poison that you consume hoping your enemy dies. Ooh, that hits you right in the thinker. That's a good one. Yeah, that's true because when you like grudges and you hold things like that and hold people in contempt, they honestly have no clue. Unless you like regularly send them reminders of this, but I don't imagine that's often. Well, even if they are aware... You're not benefiting anyone. Mm-hmm. But not to say that that's an easy thing to just like set aside. Right. And also, I think that, I mean, there, there, are, there are plenty of things that I, I do believe are worth being angry about. And I don't think the anger is a bad emotion. I think it's actually a really positive. That's an odd word to use. It can but be I think a it, force for motivation. Yeah, I think it can be a... Yeah, positive is not the right word, but I think it can be a, I guess, good emotion to have regarding right. certain situations. <clears throat> like there are things that are well worth being angry about. Yeah. And that anger can, yeah, motivate you to address those concerns. Well, by definition, if you have good, you have to have bad. Like yin and yang are a symbol for this, but it's kind of a universal truth that everything has its equal other opposite, right? And uh, if you're going to be happy, that means that you're also capable of being angry. You could make a, a case that there is no point 
to anger that it only causes net harm. But I think that I agree with you that you need it in order to motivate a change. Sometimes you need to feel that you need to feel um, like you want to take some action depending on that action, like revenge and rage. And that's kind of another story, but um, we can't be, we can't really be human if we don't have everything, you know, like you've got to have like, you know, it's kind of like, well, why don't people just use the internet for good? It's like, well, because if they just used it, <laughs> if they just used it entirely for good, that means that you need to have people who are using it for bad too, because we can't just have, and it's an ideal and it's like one where it makes an assumption that everyone's always going to live a certain way, but it's like to, to deny that you have anger or to say anger is no good. We should just try to not to have it. You're just abiding by this sort of Western notion of stuffing everything back down in the suitcase and hoping it never rears its head, but you might be 55 until it does or older. And then it does and manifests itself in all manner of awful symptoms. And you don't know why, but um, not that I'm a doctor or anything. Very much the opposite. In fact, what's the opposite of a doctor? A quack. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm Quack Evan, and I will be taking all of your medical questions and providing insufficient answers. But uh, is that fair? Is that fair to say that you you need to have? I mean, I, I believe it's yeah, true. Yeah, I I I go back and forth on that because um because I do think that like I do think that objectively bad things are bad like murdering someone is bad um however I don't uh, what if they've murdered millions well then it's not um, yeah, well, well, I, let's say this then. That's the hard I do thing, think, man, is that I do believe end up in, being relative to some degree. To a certain degree, but I, that, but my point is I do believe there are objective morals. Universal law. Um, yeah. and, and so I do think that it is bad to do something bad, which. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can quote me on that. Um, Solve the world in one sentence. <laughs> um, so I don't want people to do bad things. Uh-huh. But I do recognize, but there's like an odd balance where there's almost a requirement that bad things happen in order for there to be good things, like good things mm-hmm. for good things, like stand in contrast to that. Um, and, and for like stories to, and, and maybe even life in general, at least this current life on this earth, um, to make sense and feel worthwhile like you, you need something to you need something to solve, um, in order to feel um, um like purpose. Uh huh. And you need a what's a, you need an antagonist in any story for for there Stories to be like conflict. a good plot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Stories Otherwise, it's sterile and boring. So like, so there, it, uh, it's so weird. It's. I don't know how to reconcile it because I, I agree to it. I agree to a degree that there's like yin and yang and that you need to have both, but I also don't like bad things and I don't think that bad things should exist mm-hmm. and the evil should exist. I don't 
do you think that you are equally capable uh, of uh, acts of good as you are equally capable of acts of evil? I think everyone is... I don't think anyone is exempt from doing a certain amount of evil in their lives. And that could be petty um, things. Stealing be, Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or lying um, to people who deserve the truth um, or who you're responsible for telling the truth to. Uh, killing well, that's not average. Most people killing are killing people. Um, but to say, um, but yeah, even anger, Ponzi schemes. I think even like there, I think there are there are levels of emotion that are evil. Mm-hmm. I think like um, yeah. I mean, we get into all, all, yeah. all levels of conversation well, here. Where I was trying to like you know now that I was trying to lead you, well, I was about to say that I was. What I was thinking, what I had in mind when I said that is that. Um, when you acknowledge that you're equally as capable of committing acts of good as you are acts of evil, you recognize that in order to have one or the other, you have to have both. Um, and that's what I mean when there's just an, there's an implied, like, this kind of comes down to the psychology act of understanding your shadow self too. Um, we all want to believe that we're really like moral, ethical, upstanding people. And, And maybe you are. But to say, I would never, or I'm not, I'm not like that. It's like, we're all like that, but we choose not to be. And I feel like only when you've recognized that, like, you have your, you know, opposite darker half, it exists, like, then you can make a more informed choice to not use it and access it. Because, like you, I also believe that there's a, there's an objective moral, too. But it's kind of like, we have swords, it just doesn't mean that we need to slaughter people with them. Yeah. Yeah. And we have, I think we have, um, the ability to be angry and, um, Mm -hmm. in some cases the right to be angry, but that doesn't mean that we verbally attack people. That's right. Um, Yeah. Or yeah. It doesn't mean you exercise it merely on the basis that, well, it exists to deal with it. Yeah. It's more like you understand that that's a, a way you can go and then you can start having a conversation about what's the, you know, most healthy and correct way to behave. For yourself and for those around you. Hopefully those two are the same. Yeah. Is there something that you were angry about that kind of brought this top of mind? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you're, you'll always find that when you, um, if you're, if you're a business owner or, you know, even if, even if you're not, if you, if you were ever, if you're ever counting on your friends for something and it's, and for whatever reason that thing doesn't work out, depending on how much uh, time, let's say even like a relationship that doesn't work out, like you, it's easy to feel like you've, uh, and I realize I'm totally beating around the bush here, but um, it, it's sort of like if you've staked a lot of your time into something and you feel personally connected to it and then, you know, you throw your net energy into the system and you see that nothing came back the other way. And in fact, you were led to believe that there would be something coming back the other way, but it turned out that there wasn't. It's hard to not feel a sense of like betrayal and like you wasted your time. And then that can beget some uh, pretty, pretty quick forming resentment. 
And um, I had a situation like that this week in which, you know, there was an opportunity that I had kind of worked on for about a year more, um, had quite a few positive signals along the way, and um, would have been, you know, something fun to be involved in, would have been, you know, good sort of, uh, you know, key piece for the, rela- for the relationship. And, um, yeah, I kind of got carried on a stringed. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, by someone that I trust pretty well. And I understand, like, the basis of where that decision came from. Um, but it's hard to not feel like you, you start almost, like, reading the receipt. <clears throat> like, all right, let's see what I spent here. What did I do? Okay, and then I read, read out my line items, so to speak. And I realize um, that I've actually sunk a lot of my resources and energy and positivity into this thing that didn't pan out. And um, Give me just um, a moment. Uh, the cat is trying to eat the French toast. <laughs> <laughs> That's code for something. Um, no, it's not. It's pretty literal. In fact, Timber, get out. <laughs> See, here in this household, French toast is only for people. And if you're a cat, you're automatically exempt. So, uh, so sorry. Of course, I probably should have cleaned up after dinner. <laughs> anyway, yeah, French toast was dinner. This is evening time, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. French that's, toast uh, is good all the time. It is. Um, yeah. Nice. So you had it, you had put energy into this. And then... Yeah. That's, that's the, probably the most professional way I can put it. And that's just, that could be anything, you know, it could even be <laughs> like, let's say that you, <laughs> Let's say you spent three hours trying to build a piece of I- Ikea furniture, and then when you sat down on it, it fell apart. <laughs> Are you going to feel mad? <laughs> like, you're gonna, and then you're going to think about, oh my god, I drove all the way to Issaquah, and then I walked around that stupid place, and then there was that kid who was screaming, and it was annoying, but I held it in. And then I got home, and I was stuck in traffic, and that didn't that happened in the reverse order. I was stuck in traffic, and then I got home. Uh Fact check. <laughs> Had to quick self check. Ikea. Ikea is in Kent or Renton, not Issaquah. If it was in Issaquah, I'd be 30 minutes oh, closer. Oh, missed. Shoot. <laughs> uh, well, you know, potato p- p- piss Issaquah. Um, uh, well, anyway, you get the idea. If you would, yeah. you start like almost like thinking about the entire process you've gone through, and that's just for a dumb piece of furniture. And you think about how much you paid for it. And how you didn't even like it anyway, but it was the only one you could afford. And why don't the Swedes make this easier, comma, damn it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, but you have to, I don't know, it's like with any anger or rage, it's like you never want to be a person that hangs on to it for too long. It's sort of like, you, so you want to acknowledge your humanity and be like, yeah, I'm going to feel this for a minute. That's okay. Um, but there's a, I think everyone probably has their own window, but you know, you hear about, like, even, you know, marriages that end in divorce, and then the parties are, even though they might not admit it, they're still angry about it even 10 years later. Is that appropriate? Not that I'm casting any stones here, but my estimation would be no. You're certainly not benefiting. Yeah, so one or the what's other. the value in that? Yeah, but, yeah, it's understandable, but that doesn't mean that it's, that it's the right, um, yeah. Doesn't I mean li- right. I really like that actually. That that's a, a good response if you ever find <clears throat> yourself faced with a an adversary like that, where it's like you can understand their their line of thinking, but just because it's oh just because one can understand why they would feel that way does not mean that it's really of benefit to them to feel that way. 
this kind of reminds me of something I've been thinking about lately, um, which is society's elevation of feelings. Sometimes it seems even over fact. Yeah. Um, where they want to make decisions or they feel the right to make decisions based on feelings. Um, I think it was More the Black Eyed Peas' fault with that "I Got a Feeling" song. <clears throat> Do you know this? This will upset you. This <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> right on topic. The Black Eyed Peas have sold more albums than the Beatles. <sighs> will I am in the clan? Oh, I'm trying to see if your nose is growing longer, but it's not. No, I'm not. You're kidding. telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. That's really un- is that mainly due to the fact that we just have more people on the planet now? It probably is mostly due to more people and more readily available music. But I don't think that justifies it. That does not justify it at all. The Black Eyed Peas, I never I know people who are fervent supporters of them, but I just never found there to be really anything that likable about them. What was that song by them that was really popular but not that good? Uh, my humps. <laughs> or that was Fergie independently, wasn't it? I don't also know. Fergie. Also, what were all their names? There was oh, 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 oh. The Will one I, I was am. thinking of was boom, boom, boom. Oh, boom, no. Boom, boom. Gotta get, get, boom, gotta boom, get that boom, boom. Boom, 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 pow. That boom, boom, pow predicted like a whole <laughs> like decade of crappy music. Did that kind of usher in Oracle? Tell me it did. Talk something that makes me absolutely Fury, furious. That's what I don't think we used that word in the beginning. We didn't. We furious. <laughs> mumble rap. <laughs> I cannot stand oh, mumble rap. It's like someone needs to like get Do you have any idea how much I hate this choppy flow? Everyone copies. They'll probably know. Yeah. Yeah. Eminem had it right with that. Eminem hit the shady. Hit the nail on the head. Have you heard of um? Wow. Yeah, this this makes me very, very this frustrated. Is, this is very perplexing. Um, vexing. Vexing and perplexing. Oh, Chris Webby. <laughs> Have you listened to Chris Webby? Uh, nope. Okay. If he's been talking, I haven't been listening. <laughs> What's he been saying? Well, he doesn't say anything in support of Mumble Rap, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um... Good, I need a condemnation of mumble rap. Sway in the morning. Is that what it's called? I, uh, oh, I guess we'll never know. In the morning. <laughs> oh, boy. Leave everybody hanging with... They don't even know who Chris Webby is. Sorry for that. Rough life.